Hey everybody, this is Efrena, and in this episode, we are interviewing Callisto Dawson. She's a good friend and co-worker. She's got a diverse background in creativity. Listen more to see why she's legit. Too legit to quit. Hey everybody, this is pilot episode three. <laughs> this Ooh. is the Ephronaut and Ron DMC show where everything is spontaneous, unscripted, and about to go wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> Keep it fun. Uh, today we have uh, Kalista joining us and also Jeku from Japan. Kalista, do you have a nickname that you, you'd like our listeners to Welcome, re- remember you by? <laughs> A nickname? Yes. I guess like nickname I had growing up was Red, both because I have red hair and oh, nice. I turn red when I'm embarrassed. So <laughs> I just like always red. I like that. Pretty cool. Red. So red. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about uncomfortability, which is a word that Efren used in the last episode. For you, when it comes to uncomfortability, like what are your experiences with that and your journey? <laughs> creative realm with uncomfortability i think you know a lot of my uncomfortable <laughs> stories <laughs> yeah i mean the life of an artist is a life of uncomfortability i think just from this the early stages when you're learning how to hone your craft really uncomfortable because you're constantly criticizing your and being criticized for the quality of your work mm-hmm. and I, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to um, an art school that phase of just realizing oh I'm a I'm a small fish in a big pond and what am I going to do mm-hmm. about it yeah do I want to keep getting better so that I can compete or at least exist in this bigger pond or do I want to switch gears and do something totally different so I feel like people who choose to go that and do a creative degree right at the beginning you're faced with that choice of am I willing to strive for x in this area and Mm -hmm. compare myself to these people who have been at it longer I guess for me I'm a teacher when you have to go to a new class or you have to do an intro demo lesson and you don't know like the materials here's what you need to teach you can teach it in any way that see fit or you know how like the first time you go in front of a class and try to teach new kids different language you kind of have to like barney it out because we have to get the kids attention right i guess most people they just they try to be more um as friendly and as uh yeah like as barney as you can so i never thought i would see myself being that way it's actually kind of fun (laughs) you become like kind of like a um clown not clown per se but like um entertainment like you're just entertaining yeah, you have, to, you have to cater to the oh, kids, so you have to be as childish and kitty, <laughs> and use like the most baby cutie words as you can. <laughs> and that's pretty uncomfortable, right? But after that, after you know, hey, this is a job, or hey, I'm just trying to get the kids to learn, and as long yeah. as I can get anything like attention or smile or whatever. So the more you did it, the more you felt comfortable doing it, right? Oh yeah, like. I go in singing the baby songs really like, as best <laughs> I can. Like I, I, I sing the hello, good morning songs and I shake my booty like really hard. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like testing yourself to be as wacky as you can because 
I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it's good. I think it shows, right? It shows yeah. personality and character. Like, even if you think it's the dumbest thing to do, like, you're, you're an adult. Why am I doing this for kids? Yeah. But I don't know. I think it helps me grow a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. I was just thinking about how uncomfortable I was when you're sharing that you went to school for your creativity. I'm like, oh my God, it's like a real creative <laughs> mind right here. Like that. She's legit. legit. I don't even know how she felt when she was entering the university, but like I didn't even enter the university or whatever. And I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) She's a pro, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My first class in in college was a color theory class, and Mm. the teacher wrote the textbook. So you couldn't question anything. This is her material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would give us an assignment and say, come back next week. And as soon as you walk in the room, put it up on the wall. And so everyone would put their work up on the wall and he'd walk around with a pen and a trash can. So he'd either write on it and tell you what to do over, or he would just rip it off the wall and put it in the trash can and say, start again. (laughs) Some people at the end of the semester had to redo all their projects, sometimes more than once. What advice would you give to those people who think that they don't need to step out of their comfort zones because they believe that they've delivered their best quality work? I have a hard time with that because I feel like if somebody has, if somebody feels like they've reached their peak, to me, that's kind of sad. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I hope I never feel that way. I, I follow a lot of other artists I think probably my biggest role model Mm -hmm. would be Glenn King. So he's like Disney royalty. Mm. He animated. Searching right now. (laughs) He animated The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. The source of most of my creativity. (laughs) 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 Like anything that inspired me as a child was mostly illustrated or animated by Glenn King. I always keep tabs on him and what he's doing and anytime I hear the guy speak he's just so humble and he doesn't even consider himself to be the best at what he does and I'm like there's Mm. literally no one else on this planet who's better than (laughs) (laughs) in my opinion and yeah yeah yeah. I mean obviously he had people who taught him his craft but even compared to his mentors like he has a style all his own he has a talent that is just (laughs) god-given and he's and he just so happens to do projects that are inspiring to generations i mean he's he's the one that animated deer basketball with oh no way i love we love kobe me and jay exactly (laughs) i knew you would get that one (laughs) but i'm like kobe chose him (laughs) how beautiful is yeah exactly Kobe said you know I'm the best Mm. at what I do I need the best animator and the best poser to make Mm. the best animated piece I can make so he got Glenn Keane and he got John Williams so what does that tell you (laughs) and so to have to be honored in that way and to still approach your craft as something that you're continuing to improve at Mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. as an old man like he's officially an old guy you know yeah and he still sees room for improvement That's still awesome. sees yeah. projects in the future that are worth doing that is how I want to live 
I don't think any artist is ever content. Never. Right? Mm. Never. You know, what happens when you no longer have that passion for it? Mm. Do you think it's you put, still a responsibility to share that gift? Because, you yeah, know, you put your art down, wait for it to come back, I guess. Right. I think for me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't force it. Right. I wouldn't force mm. something out of nothing. Mm. So it's driven by emotion. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. yeah. There's an element of that for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's also like burnout. I think creatives are very susceptible to burnout. Um, yeah. And you do, you have to kind of retreat. You have to give yourself a break and you have to just be open to being inspired, even if it's by something that you've never been inspired by before. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that's the most exciting thing is finding a new well of inspiration yeah. that leads you in a direction mm-hmm. you've never gone in before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that can be very uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's true. I mean, I guess, I mean, for me, I was inspired by totally something opposite from what I'm used to. Like, Mm -hmm. my first medium that I started off with was acrylic. I was always afraid to work with watercolor because you can't. Mm it's you not know, forgiving yeah it's not forgiving and I was like okay acrylic I can I can still layer it over let it yeah. dry go over it but once you, for watercolor once you got that color down it's just gonna get darker and darker mm-hmm. and it just become dark <laughs> painting so you have to I challenged myself to use a different medium mm-hmm. I watched other artists I was like wow this is like this is so amazing this is like how, how, how do you do that? So I learned techniques. I learned how to use different brushes. It was, it was uncomfortable. It, it really pushed me to ch- and challenged myself to do a new thing. Mm. Because I was used to already working with acrylic. I wanted to try something new. Mm. And I, I, I don't know if I still have that painting, but I try to recreate it with watercolor, with the same painting I created with acrylic. Mm-hmm. it was it was a whole different game <laughs> but it was fun it was un- uncomfortable I learned a lot and I actually love watercolor mm. yeah I I enjoy using watercolors like the actual medium and then when I try to do it with digital I just can't I just can't do it it's not the same it's not the same you can come up with some cool effects on the digital digital version but it's nothing like actually painting with paint. Whereas mm-hmm. if you use like digital oil paint, that that actually feels pretty comfortable for me. But digital watercolor is <laughs> it's a no kind of strange. <laughs> it feels like that's the right, paint. That's you gotta push yourself, Yeah. Push yourself in the uh, Yeah, that's a, that's another level. Trying to um, move all my medium into a digital world. Mm-hmm. I tried it. It's it, it is a different level. I it is. I've seen some artists um transition their work and I was I was blown away. Mm-hmm. It's inspirational. I, I'm trying to move into the digital, try to recreate some of my paintings that I've created. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Are you gonna post them? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna tap into how you're feeling when you're painting it. Or now you can fix it. You can see my stress on it. You, yeah. <laughs> you can see my <laughs> you can see my stress on those paintings. 
Let's see it. I want to. I want to see one. Well, I'll try to find some of my old paintings and re-re re recreate. Oh, what you're working on now? Um. Yeah. Actually, I've been working on uh, graphite and pen pencil. Mm, yeah. I love graphite. So, yeah. So I have actually a drawing that I created. It's all on tech. It's all all about texture. Mm -hmm. I working because I'm not very good with texture. So I was I created a whole like design with only texture drawing. I'll I'll, I'll post it. Yeah, definitely post it. Or in our last episode, we titled it "Just Share It," and um, oh yeah, I think for a lot of people. <laughs> When it comes to uncomfortability, sharing things are so uncomfortable. You know, we've had a lot of responses from our listeners about how, like, how cool like, we just started doing this, and how people say, "Hey, I wanted to start a podcast, but you know, I, like, the reason why they didn't is because of, you know, this reason, this reason, this reason." Fear, yeah. And so, like, we wanted to kind of just share how uh, we we're doing this. We felt uncomfortable, but we're doing it and so <laughs> it's just um a way to kind of encourage people to like whatever you feel uncomfortable about that it's you should just share it <laughs> because there's so much more positive and positive things that come after that experience itself and it's not so fearful mm -hmm. based on everyone's experiences in this room yeah. yeah, it's like, even if you post something and it does get that negative response that you were afraid of, yeah, there's still beauty in that and there's still learning. To Man, come you still got a response, right? Like yeah. you got a response. Somebody was affected response. by what you did. Exactly. Yeah. You did something, right? So like at the end of the day, your work had power behind it. Well, what if it has yeah. no likes at all? <laughs> if there's that power to that. <laughs> Then there's the flip side, right? If yeah. it gets no attention and nobody appreciates it, um, at, at the end of the day, who are you creating it for? Mm -hmm. You got to put some work into it too if you really want to yeah. share it. Especially that you have like a message. You know, you want to message this to people that, oh, I'm creating mm -hmm. this podcast because I want I want to share my thoughts. I want to mm -hmm. share everyone else's thoughts. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. And our message got out and we. Anyway. Hashtag just share it. I just want to say like with the uncomfortability stuff and um, I think uncomfortability is just hilarious. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. That's what I like to see, you know, not, not for me mostly, but when people go through it, because I just want to see how the person, how the person um, goes through it and how they react to it. Like, do they. Do they break out or do they just falter or whatnot? Hmm. And then and then learn from that too. So when that uncomfortable time comes to me, mm -hmm. I, I just like to see like how would I approach that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny. Uncomfortability, inappropriateness, and like sometimes <laughs> I, I just I purposely try to make it uncomfortable just to see. How people, how people would react. react. Yeah, like yeah. just say the weirdest thing. Your social <laughs> observation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or with kids too, right? Just like, like if the kid's like, hey, he peed his pants. I'm like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's like, yeah, so, so, so I would do to that student. Like, it's okay, right? Because I he did it, I can do it too. And I'm an adult. If adult does it, it's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's, this is like, 
I guess, but like you should fix that. It's like I know, so you don't need to tell everybody that this pants because I also peed my pants. But I did it. I'm just saying to the kid, right? Just trying to test. Hey, you gotta be careful. You're gonna have a class where pees. People who pee to their pants. But but Mr. Jake said it's okay to pee. Just trying to make it. I didn't want you to spread it around, right? Telling people. To your past, but yeah, so oh I do. I like to challenge with the uncomfortability sometimes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to share uh, um, the most uncomfortable thing I ever went through. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if anyone knows, but uh, I didn't get start painting until high school. Okay. Actually, I didn't pick up a brush until high school. Uh, I joined a art show. Someone saw my work. Um, and the owner asked if someone would want to do a live art show. <laughs> so I don't know why I said yes. That was my first reaction. Yes, I want to do it. But I, that was my first. I, I don't even know what a live art show was. I didn't know <laughs> I was going to be in front of hundreds of people painting with my back and not knowing who's watching and started painting. And... I was so nervous. I felt like I was actually crying painting. Oh, no. <laughs> there was so much emotion, so much. I was so nervous. I, I, when I first, when I was trying to draw it out, I was using a really dark acrylic black paint. I wasn't even sketching it out. It was, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know what color I was using. I was yeah. so nervous. I, yeah, I, which I remember, it was, it was the most emotional thing I ever went through. It was, at the end, I was, I was exhausted, but when I came up from that, my best work was right there. There was so much emotion and so much feeling to it. Even though I grabbed the wrong color, I was like, that was my nervous. Hey, the party. audience thought you did a, you made a masterpiece. They thought they saw you were like yeah. the best artist. What, right? what happened was like, someone, oh, actually, yeah, someone actually said, Wow, that's a great, that, that's a nice painting, you know. Incredible. And I from there, I just felt so proud of myself. Even though when I looked at it, it was not. <laughs> I was like, well, "What was I doing? What was I thinking?" They're, they're like, "I like what you did with the brown. You used it as the sky color. Nice." <laughs> <laughs> it looked blue to me. I, I don't even know where that painting is because I think um they someone I think someone bought it or someone took it. So I don't know where it is anymore. I've never even got a picture of it because I was so nervous. Like, oh like, like I was shaking trying to get out of that. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a good experience. Bottom line, there is no deadline to stop being comfortable. Is that what we all can all agree on? Yeah, just, just like, continue to be uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> until go for it. Art keeps growing. I mean, your your skills keep growing. You know. Yeah, don't let fear stop you from trying new things or from sharing your work. Like, mm -hmm. I know so many people just sit on their creations and never share them because they don't want to open themselves up to being uncomfortable in the public eye. <laughs> Looks like <laughs> that was creative. <laughs> I like that. that was crazy. Efren just gave me the time. <laughs> I know. I feel like we can just go all night. <laughs> I know we can. This is Rod DMC. And Efren not. And Callista. And Jay Poo.
Peace. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Sayonara. <laughs>